Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Professionally Fit. Professionally Fit is dedicated to female entrepreneurs and executives who are soaring in their fields and in their enterprises while still maintaining their health and wellness. We delve into topics regarding fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, parenting, and much more. So as you know, I'm Lise Smith, the founder of Professionally Fit, and today, Miss Get Fit with Jay is on the trip enjoying her Christmas getaway with her family. So today is a really, really special episode because I wanted to bring on one of my longest and now closest friends, Miss Tracy, who has been a client of Professionally Fit, formerly known as Fit Camp 360, for about a year now. And with this being our last episode of 27, or excuse me, 2016, I wanted to bring her on and talk about her journey. Tracy is now down over 80 pounds and she is has a phenomenal testimony and she is by far one of my biggest sources of motivation. Um, as I run professionally fit and stay on, try and stay on top of my own personal health and wellness goals. And so I thought it would be a great idea to close out this year with one of my own personal sources of motivation and let you guys hear her story her journey, where she is now, and more importantly, where she headed. So, Tracy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Coach. My pleasure, my pleasure. So, first, I'm going to educate our listeners really quickly on how we kind of came to meet and how we got started in our journey. So, uh, as most of you guys know, every quarter we offer a scholarship at Professionally Fit. We offer one uh, lucky individual three months of complimentary health and wellness, uh, which includes nutritional, uh, fitness, as well as mindset coaching. And Tracy was our winter 2016 recipient, right? Yes. Yes. And Tracy applied for a scholarship. Her submission really moved us at Professionally Fit, and we reached out to her, offered her the scholarship, and the rest is history. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so Tracy, let's go back to almost a year ago when you applied for the scholarship. I know you and I have talked about it before, but how did that happen? How did that come to be? Where were you are where were you mentally at that point? Mentally, I was oh my goodness, I wasn't really there, but it was like I knew that I had a possibility or that something in my spirit would say you can do this. Yes. You can but it was at the same time I was scared. Mm -hmm. I mean, so scared to where I was like, I'm going to delete it. I took it back off. I deleted it, put it back on and everything. Really? Yes. I was so scared because it was like, this is all I know is me being overweight or obese. This mm -hmm. is all I know. Right. And then for somebody to reach out, the mindset was just going back and forth like, you know, you might as well stay there. You might as well be there and just sit there and just eat, 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 or think about the past and not try to get healthy. Mm. So it was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But it was like, okay, I'm scared, but I'm ready to do this. Absolutely. And I didn't even know about that part. So you even hesitated with submitting the application yes, for the scholarship. Absolutely. So you were really torn between who you were and who you wanted to be. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about where you were a year ago weight wise and um what your habits were as far as exercise and eating i wasn't moving <laughs> the only time when i would really move is when i went to the bathroom okay and came back to the couch that's it wow or a movement of my arm to answer the phone that's it basically wow and so when you submitted the scholarship to us how much did you weigh approximately 506 506 pounds yes. okay 
And at that time, so you were sedentary, no movement. No movement. So just to educate the listeners, you weren't working. No. No car. No. And then you have how many children? Three. Three. Three, three, three boys. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're the mother, single mother of three. Yes. 506 pounds. Yes. Um, and you were sedentary. And so this scholarship became available and you still struggle with whether or not. Yes. And so where do you think that struggle came from internally? I think from my past. Mm-hmm. From everybody always looking at me as the big girl because prior to that, I was 600, but I lost the weight. But then my mindset, it was more of the way I did it. It was like, okay, don't eat nothing or don't do no carbs. Don't do this and don't do that. But my mind wasn't where my body, you know, where they both needed to catch up with each other. Yes. So it was like. Then when I was 600 pounds, I got down, mm-hmm. but then I started to go back up when my um, my mother made her transition. So it was like, it was really, it was the battle of the mind. Yes. And then it was like, okay, when the scholarship came, here goes here go another opportunity for me to say, okay, I'm going to try it, but I'm scared. It's, I don't know what. I'm going right. to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And then, like I said, it, as far as deleting it and then putting it back on, and it was like, okay, I'm ready. No matter what it is, I'm ready because I'm tired of being sick and tired. Right. So a couple things I heard you say, which are really, really key, and I think a lot of people don't realize when it comes to weight loss, no matter how much or how little you need to lose, Mm -hmm. typically there's a lot of emotional baggage that's tied to you Mm -hmm. remaining the same. Absolutely. And one big piece for you was the grief you were dealing with with losing your mom. Yes. And so when you're dealing with emotional things like Mm -hmm. that, it can be really hard to try and make physical changes if you haven't addressed the grief grief Mm -hmm. in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. So you you submitted the scholarship. What do you think did it for you? Like what? Because are you? Do you still consider yourself grieving, or do you think you've kind of healed and you're in a healthier place with regard to your mind? I'm in a healthier place now. Okay. And what what did that for you? It's the motivation, and then. the ongoing coach sessions that we have, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, either I'm going to stay in it, mm-hmm. and I can just die, or I can make a, a make a difference and help somebody out there right. who's and who's right now where I used to be, you know. And it's like, okay, we got to get this. We got. I have to. Right. I I don't have a choice. I have a choice to either, like I said, either let my kids bury me off, you know, at this size, and try to find money to do this, or I could say, we gonna do this. However it needs to be done, we got to do this. Right. So, okay. So, you, your mindset changed. Totally. Was it like a flip of a switch or was it like kind of a gradual change? It was a gradual because I'm so comfortable. I was comfortable being the way I was. You know, I didn't have to go out to the outside world and the outside world didn't have to come in with me. Mm. So, I'm okay. They don't have to see me this size. The way I'm eating and everything and where I'm grieving and where I'm hurting from heartaches and all that. They don't have to see that. Right. But it's like I stay in and they stay out there. So it's like the motivation had to come. It was like, okay, I had to take that step out and say, it's like me sitting at the window. I was look out, out, out in the world, mm-hmm. but you tell me to go outside, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother dimension for me. It's mm-hmm. like, mm-mm. No, 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 because I was comfortable yeah. where I was at. In your space. In and, my space. And comfort zones are what? They, they terrible. Terrible. Oh, my goodness. 
but you think it's okay in your mind, you okay with it. Right, right. Because you even get to the point, it would got to the point where people would be like, well, go outside. I'm ready to cuss them out. Don't tell me to go. I'm okay. This is my house. You don't like it? You got to leave. Right. But it's like, okay, let's go. You know, friends or family say, well, let's go here, go there. The anxiety level went to 20, 2,500. Wow. So anxiety just from being in public, anxiety of being around strangers or people mm-hmm. that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And how? And what was the anxiety? Was it fear of the way they were looking at you and judging you? Yes. Okay. And then, you know, and it's like, or they talk about, uh, talk about you or, you know, because you fat. And then it was like another thing is, you know, I was comfortable. And then at the same time, I didn't want to get in people's cars because the hygiene mm-hmm. situation, you know, because my children even had to wash me up. And, you know, that was the biggest thing for me. You know, I was battling with it because it would even be days where I didn't even want my kids to wash me up. And it would be days where I was sitting my stuff. Mm. That's how my mind was. It was like, I don't want my kids to, you know, to wash me up. And sometimes they would get frustrated. Like, Ma, you need to do something. But I wasn't ready. Right. Because I was scared. Right. When I say scared, it was like, you had to take me, you had to take me by my hand like a little bitty newborn baby to get my mind together yep and that's how we did it i want to sit here for a second and and talk really briefly about the dependency you had on other people because you and i have talked about this in an extensive detail and i think it's really important to acknowledge for a second how dependent you became on so many other people whether it be physically mentally emotionally where it, it, it took a lot for you to step outside of that and start doing for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like even the smallest things for you, like tying your shoes or mm-hmm. putting on your shoes mm-hmm. was a challenge. And so I can only imagine what that does to an adult feeling like they can't even put on their own shoes yeah. because of the weight. Mm-hmm. And so many people listening um, may not be at five or 600 pounds, but a lot of times when we're out of shape and we de- we're deconditioned, we're still limited in so many ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even though you may be, you know, putting on your own shoes or be able to dress yourself, maybe you have knee issues or you getting in and out of your car is a struggle or walking through the mall is a struggle. You get winded easily just doing small things. Like mm-hmm. some people we take for granted, like we might look at someone like you and say, oh, I'm so glad I'm not that big. Mm-hmm. But we don't take a second to acknowledge that we have still a ton of limitations on ourselves because of our health, Mm -hmm. right? And so um, talk about some of the things that you couldn't do at the beginning of 2016 that you can do now. (laughs) Let me tell you, I could not tie my shoe, put on a sock. I couldn't even, like sometimes when I come in the house, I would take my shoes off because of the carpet and leave them upstairs. I would have my kids wake them up 5 o'clock in the morning to get ready to try to go out somewhere to have them to get me ready. Wow. And it's like... So you needed help showering? Everything. Using a bathroom? Everything. Getting dressed? Everything. The things we take for granted. And you're not handicapped by a definition of handicap, right? right? You're just, you were just simply overweight. Yes, absolutely. And so what, what does that, what did that do to you mentally? I know you said sometimes you were so ashamed you would just not shower or wash up for a couple of days, right? Yeah. Mentally, it just had me in a place where it's like 
your mind battles like mentally I was screaming for help but then at the same time it was like I didn't want nobody to help me because I was ashamed right you know so it was a back and forth thing and you know laying in the bed and your kids coming there with a towel and just you know have to wash you up and you know you don't want your boys to see all your private areas that's what I was gonna say you having three teenage boys too not even girls and yeah and they're like ma you know and it was like and they'd be like, Ma, you need help today? And I'd be like, no. And they was like, they'll ask each other, did you wash mom up? Or did you wash mom up? And they'd be like, no. And then they'll know when I ain't washed up because they'd come in the room like, Ma, come on, it's stinking here. The room will be smelling like, I, I can't even name it. Wow. Because that because because of the battle of the mind. Yes. And it was like, you know, I had to really wake up. And then, you know, when family members come over or friends, they'd be like, you got an older in your house. I already know that. But it got so it got to the point that the odor got so bad to the point it, it started to immune in my body mm. to the way I would smell it, but other people would smell it. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. And it's like, okay, Tracy. It was like I would get in people's cars and I know, like, oh my goodness. And then I tell my friends, like, okay, if, if you if if I get in your car and if I stink, I said, just keep praying for me that I'll get better. But I said, if you don't smell me, I said, that's another victory. That's another victory. And they'd be like, Tracy, you silly. And I said, I had to start saying different stuff to motivate myself. And then when I started to do that, people like, you know, you coach and, you know, um, Coach Jay, y'all started encouraging me. And it was like, okay, one thing at a time or one thing. And what I like, what we do at um, Fit Camp 360 is where you say, whatever we don't like, change it to where you do like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was mm-hmm. like, I hated washing up because it was a, like an exercise for me. Right. But I began to say, oh, I just love washing up. Yes. And I just love my body. I just love yes. smelling good like Dove or yeah. some cherries and stuff. Yes. And it, be, it started to manifest, you know, and it, it, some days were better than others. But today, baby, I'm all up in the crevices and all that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. You, you were able to do it yourself. You yes. got that independence back. Mm-hmm. And I bet that just takes your self-esteem. Yes. You know, from low to super high mm-hmm. when you're like, look at what I'm doing for, my, for, for myself. Mm-hmm. Some of us take these things for granted. You know, we're like, well, I want to pay my own bills or I want to own my own business. I want to work for myself. Mm-hmm. I want to, we want to be independent in all these big areas. But you're like, I just want to wash up myself. Yeah. I just want to put my socks on myself. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to get out of bed and do what I take care of my business on my own. Yes. And you've done that, Trace. Yes. You've done that. Yes. I love it. Yes. Okay. So um, I actually want to go back a little further before okay. we go forward okay. and talk about what actually got you to five and 600 pounds because that wasn't all food. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. That wasn't all food. Come on, Cuff. Let's talk about it. Let's, Let's talk you know, about it. So what got you to that place? Because maybe we can save somebody today. Maybe somebody's headed down this road of self-destruction, and you've been blessed enough where you haven't been diagnosed with a major chronic illness or disease, have you? Well, you know, they um, diagnosed me as a diabetic, pre-diabetic, and, and it was like because it was – I was just going into this destruction, you know, as far as eating all the junk food, right? Everything like that, and it's like now, you know, it was like I, you know, my doctor had put me on metformin and medication, mm-hmm. and it's like now she's like, oh my god, I am so proud of you. You know, it's down to one pill now. It wow. was two. It's down to one. You know, my blood pressure is off the chain. Wow. You know, it's like she's like, I am so proud of you because 
my doctor, I even went to my doctor and asked for help. I was thinking about even getting a surgery. Right. You know, to each his own, you know. But right. for me, I knew that natural healing was for me. Yes. And it was like, and when you and when you when you know when you know, you have people you can't really tell everybody what really some people, you can tell a few, but you can't tell everybody what's what the dream you have within yourself. You'd be like, okay, I tell people like, you know, I want to do this naturally. Girl, you know you can't do this naturally, da da da. But I had to stick what I I had to stick to what I really, really know. And I know that naturally, if I naturally can pick up these chips or these honey buns, I can naturally pick up a piece of fruit. Yes. You know? Yes. We got foods that'll heal and we got foods that will kill. Which one we gonna do? That's it. Which one we gonna that's do? That's it. And that's what I like to tell people that your diet is singularly responsible for both your healing mm -hmm. and your your disease. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They 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 do both. Mm -hmm. So like you said, you gotta pick a side. Are you gonna heal yourself or kill yourself with your mm -hmm. fork? And so you were like, and everybody threw everything at you, the surgery, this, that, and the third, mm -hmm. but you still had people in your corner mm -hmm. who was like supporting yeah. your decision to go after mm -hmm. it. Okay. So going back to how you got this size in the first place, because it wasn't just the food. What happened in your past? You know, I know you had an estranged relationship with your ex-husband, mm -hmm. right? Um, and even growing up, being bullied and teased, yes. I know, played a major role yes. um, in your mental health. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what happened. And Because a, a little birdie told me mm -hmm. that in high school... You were like full of energy. You used to participate in a lot of activities, mm -hmm. and you were just like this bubbly person, mm -hmm. full of life, friends, engaged with people. Mm -hmm. So, what happened to that, Tracy? I think what it was when I got teased, and you know, it shutted me down. And it started as far as elementary. Okay. Where I really, really, really liked this guy. Actually, he was like. He was like the popular guy or whatever. He, mm -hmm. And we dated for fifth and sixth grade or whatever. And and it was like he stopped talking to me. He dumped me mm -hmm. and started going with another young lady. Okay. And then in the back of my mind, what's wrong with me? What did, what did I do to deserve to be dumped? Mm -hmm. What did I do to, I'm not pretty enough. I began to start those feelings. And as I, I would start to feed those feelings, it went into high school. Yeah. To the point where I had guys and stuff talk about me. It was this one particular guy, you know, he used to really give me the business. He was like, I would duck and dodge, you know, him. and But it was still, you know, it was even still females and guys, you know, would talk about me because of my weight and whatever. And then it was like some stories I used to make up and lie and say I was pregnant to get sympathy and all that. I mean, everything. Wow. You know, and it was like, okay, I ha I hit it, you know, and it was like, I used to, and I had so much anger towards my dad because I felt like at the time he could have protected me and told me about how boys was going to be and all that, mm. but he ended up passing away. So that really, then the emotional really came in to mm. the point where, okay, now I'm dealing with the loss of my father, and then I'm mad at him at the same time because it's like, you could have told me about this boy, this guy that I've been with, that, that I was in um, a relationship with, or, mm -hmm. you know, he's not the one. It was like, it was so much anger, and then even younger, I'm going to take you back even a little, that I was touched as a child. Mm -hmm. And when you know, when you be touched, it's, it's a whole nother dimension. 
it's a whole nother dimension. And this and is like, this is sexual molestation. Yes. Okay. And it's like now if I eat and eat and eat and I pick up weight, can't nobody touch me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they'd be like, when I used to be in school, they'd be like, what up, Big Trey? You know, they'd talk about me, but they weren't coming at me. Mm-hmm. They would not come at me. If they came, I'm, I'm going to give you the business. But inside, I was crying. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-uh. This, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm protected, and you, you ain't about to mess with me, and this is what I'm going to do. This is my drug choice is food. Yep. You know, and it's like, okay. And for, for many years, I held on when people talked about me. I held on. For when I was touched, you know, molested, I held on to what my I felt that my father didn't do for me. I I held on to a lot of that, but I was at the same time it's like a, a lethal injection, mm-hmm. you know, with the food. I'm slowly killing myself of my past. Either I need to heal, or I need to just, you know what I'm saying? Just you you know just die it off, you know, just die off. Mm-hmm. But I I had a choice, and it was like I was scared, but it was like. I said I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I said I'm ready. And what's what what the blessing was, the guy that um who used to talk about me all the time. And it was like when we used to have different um outings, you know, my class year in ninety five, um, they used to have outings maybe a couple years ago. I was like, Okay, I'm ready to go. But then the day come, I'm scared, I'm shut down. They like, Trey, where you at? you know, because I was very popular in school. They like Trey, where you at? You know, I'm like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Then I, then I wouldn't show up or whatever. And then they'd be like, man, you just tripping, da 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 da. And then it was like, I'm going through some health, health issues. They'd be like, well, Tracy, we already know you was already big in school, da da da. I mean, they were just giving it to me. But then I had to think about it. I said, if I really want to get past this, I gotta face it. Yes. I have to face it. So one day, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. When you say you're ready, you put it out there, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back at you. Absolutely. So my friend, uh, Natalie, she called me. She said, I got somebody on the phone for you. And I'm like, cool. And it was one of the guys that the one I was really angry at for talking about me. He said, Tracy, I didn't know you felt that way. He said, we was kids. You know how I do, da, 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 da. And I was telling him, I was like, I was really angry and I couldn't be around you, da, da. He said, forgive me. He said, forgive me. And it was like a weight just lifted off like wow it was like wow and then you know i'm like i'm cool i said you're right you're right you're right i said i need to let i was like you i need to let that go and he was like yeah he was like you like my little sister you know how we do and i'm like okay cool but then it was like now i need to meet you face to face you know i'm like i really want to get this so my um friend called me we were having a um obesity walk i need you to walk with me really <laughs> with all the family, we're going to support you. You know what I'm saying? Holla Park going to support you or whatever. And I'm like, okay. I was I was battling. No, don't come pick me up. I'm thinking of all these excuses not to see my uh, HP family. It's been years. This is what you need to do, Tracy. Come on, let's go. So he came to pick me up. Mm-hmm. It was never a conversation about my, about my weight or anything. Never a conversation. But in my mind, I know they're going to talk about my weight. da, 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 da. And so the main person that I talked to on the phone or whatever, he came. I said, oh, my God. They like, he here. They like, he here. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, okay, I could do this. I could do that. He said, Trey. He said, give me a hug. And it was just like tears just flowed down my face like, yes. Wow. This is, and then it was like that gave me 
tears up like okay you need to keep continuing to heal the stuff that i went through with my ex-husband you know it was like i needed to heal that let that go you know because when i was 600 pounds he had to come and wash me up but he got tired right people get tired yeah and i don't blame him you know we went our separate ways and i still wish him the best but it was like he was tired you know, and it was like, and I was really angry. So I had been, I've been angry for a long time. Mm. When I say angry for a long time, angry, well, probably this year, maybe a year and a half, I'm just, I haven't been angry. But but the last past, I have been angry. Right. You can tell me, you know, I look pretty. What you want? Why are you telling me I look pretty? You must want something from me. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Just so, couldn't trust anybody. Trust anybody. So let's take a pause right here because you, you had the opportunity um, well, it went both ways for you, but you had a moment of healing. You were able to address one of your sources of pain, which mm-hmm. was the gentleman who used to tease you. Mm-hmm. And so you were able to hear from him, mm-hmm. get an apology, mm-hmm. accept his apology, mm-hmm. and get that weight lifted, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was a big healing moment for you. Mm-hmm. But you weren't able to do that with your dad. And so what would you say to the people who maybe just like you, they're trying to eat, trying to build a protective layer around themselves with food, right? Mm -hmm. Like they might not realize that that's what they're doing, but Mm -hmm. building a protective protective layer around themselves with food because they haven't found a way to help and healthily address the emotional baggage that they're holding on Mm -hmm. to. Um, how would you suggest someone deals with that if maybe the person has passed or they don't have access to their source of pain? I would say this because I I battle with that too because I couldn't really say what I wanted to say because my father made his transition. And um, what I had to do was, you know, I went to my uh, pastor, uh, Reverend Shavir, from Transforming Love Community. Mm -hmm. And it's basically you, you have to surrender. You have to surrender it because if you don't surrender it, it's really going to eat at you and eat at you and eat at you. It's like, or if you do surrender it, it's like, don't take it back. Right. Let the surrender happen. And then when the surrender happened, let the healing happen. Now, it may look like you it's not healing, mm-hmm. but it is okay. when you surrender it. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm letting this go. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to, because I really need to heal this. And it's like, okay. What I did was, I wrote a letter to my father. Mm. I have never, I have never been to his gravesite, never. And my father has been deceased over 25 years. I have never been. And that's one of my desires, too, that, you know, in 2017, that I want to go visit his gravesite. I've never been. But what I did was, I wrote a letter. Like, this is the way, even with my mom, even though I was able to talk to her more than my father, because my father left me right, I felt right left me at the age of 14. A girl, a girl at 14 really needs her dad because, it, you know, you're coming into this boy thing. But I wrote a letter. This is how angry I am. This is what I needed you to do. This is what I needed you to say to me mm. to protect me. Yes. It wasn't always my daddy. When it came to money, he had money. But the emotional part. The most important part. The most important part, I needed him. But guess what I found out, Coach? What? The same thing that I was looking for, my father was too. Wow. The same thing. So it's like a generational thing. He can't give something he didn't have and and receive and stuff. He didn't have it. Right. And I didn't get that until after he made his transition. Wow. 
because I was so mad at him because he dealt with things as far as women and trying to get love from women because my daddy, it wasn't about, like I said, it wasn't about the money, he paid the child support and all that and even with my mom. You know, I've seen when, you know, she had, was dealing with different men and, you know, trying to do what she had to do as far as her kids, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was so angry as far as like, okay, this and this and this and this and that. But the same thing that I was looking from from them, they was looking for me from, I guess, their parents or whoever. Right. So I had to really let that go. I love it. I love it. I had to let it go. I love the letter writing, and I've heard this before. Um, one of my most favorite lines is there's more room on the outside than there is on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we keep all of these things in. Mm -hmm. And like you said, surrender and being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. We try and be so strong for so right? many reasons. Yes. We try and be strong for so many people, mm -hmm. but we're only human and we're susceptible to breaking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You can mm -hmm. only be strong for so long and sometimes you just get bent, but sometimes mm -hmm. you break mm -hmm. and you being able to surrender and be vulnerable. I just want to applaud you and acknowledge you for that because mm -hmm. that is a huge thing to do, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that helped contribute to your healing. Yes. So, okay. So let's fast forward now to mm -hmm. 2016, honey. Yes. Honey. Yes. So, okay. So when you and I met, mm -hmm. we, we jumped on this scholarship, winter of 2016, you were 506 pounds. Yes. How much do you weigh right now? I am at 418. 418, yes. honey. Yes. Okay. So you've been killing the game this year. Yes. Couple things I want to get out of this. Number one. It don't happen overnight. Mm -mm. It does not happen overnight. Mm -mm. You know, because here we are December 2016, and mm -hmm. you and I started January 2016. Mm -hmm. And so you're down how many pounds? 88. 88 pounds. Mm -hmm. 88, 88 pounds yes. in one year. We're a couple days away from one year. Mm -hmm. And how did you do it, Trey? With the support and you being consistent on me, and I was willing. That's the thing. That's to the be key. Willing. To be open because a lot of times it was like I've had people to come into my life and help me, but it was like I wasn't ready. I mean, I know they were good people, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like I wasn't ready. And what made me realize that you were one, you would not back down. You was like, Tracy, it's time about you. I'm going to stay. But the only thing I require you to do is to just do it. If you don't do the work, I'm out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, like, you know, like, <laughs> really, like. Okay, and then what I lo what I loved about it was, you know, you usually meet the clients out out and about, and when you met when you met me, it was like I was on crutches. Right. So it was like, oh my god, he was like, well, can we meet at Whole Foods? I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't know, how I'm gonna do this. You want me to come outside? <laughs> I'm like, oh she, oh my goodness, and it's like, okay, I said, I'm just gonna be real. And, you know, I'm like, God, if it's your will, you know, I mean, I'm talking hard, praying hard, like. I'm like, Miss um, Lisa, I'm on crutches. She said, well, how far, you know, you was like, how far do you stay? I'm like, I said, I stay right down the street, you know, from Whole Foods. And when we got together, you was like, you on crutches? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I like where you said it's not about weight loss. It's about, you know, a lifestyle, mm -hmm. you know, and how we got together. And then it was like, okay, you came out with a plan, and this is what I need you to follow. Oh, my God. <laughs> You want me to follow this, and it's like, I'm already, you know, I'm like, okay, okay, I can do this. And then you was like, I need you to weigh your food. Weigh my food? That means I have to really sit down and make a relationship with my food when I can just go in there and just 
I need you to weigh this. Okay, I'm going to get the scale. And, da -da -da -da. and then I talked to my auntie. I'm like, auntie, I was like, this coach want me to weigh my food. She was like, well, you need to just do it. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, right, right, right. She was like, she was like, I'm, you know, and I love my auntie Donna and her, my uncle Bud and my nana. When I say they be on the bandwagon with me, you know, that's the way I get to the gym. But you know, and it was like, okay. And what it was is like my mindset was like, I could have lied and said, well, I'm not doing this and I'm not doing this, or I'm doing this and I'm doing that. She was like, just be real with me. I said, oh my. And then you know when you know the person is genuine, when you know you coach you, coach you genuine, when you was like, be real. Because I ain't going to lie. I was like, okay, if she called, what can I say that I ate today? Or what can I that I, And I have a son, my youngest one. No, ma, you cannot play this time. No, he's serious. he was serious. He was like, I like Miss Lisa. I'm going to tell Miss Lisa, if you mess up and everything, <laughs> I got an attitude with him. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, okay, it is what it is. I said, let's do it. And then you, when you told me, I need you to just walk to the cornerback. Walk to what cornerback? <laughs> oh, my God. That was a big deal, walking to the Woo, corner. Baby. <laughs> I mean, to, I mean, it's like the corner's like three, like what, three, four block, four little blocks, and that's it, and turn back around. And it was like, oh, my God. And he was like, I want you to do that for a week straight. And then my son was like, Mama, you heard what the coach said. I'm like, okay. You was, you was like, I need you to do it for, what is it, what, three to four days? Uh -huh. Three to four days a week? Okay. Yep. I'm going to do it. Okay, coach, I did that. I need you to walk a whole block. I, uh, I was telling my kid, I don't know if I'm going to stay with coach because she making me walk and everything. <laughs> Ma, you got this. You got this, Ma. I'm like, okay. Okay, I'm going to do this. Okay, got to the block. I need you to start getting out and walking in the neighborhood. Oh, my God. <laughs> we was facing all the fears. Oh, my God. And it was like, okay. And it was to the point where when I opened up the door, my heart started beating. Wow. It started beating like, oh, my goodness. And then I would walk, but it was at nighttime. Remember mm -hmm. I told you I was at nighttime. You were about to see me, y'all, no daytime. Right. And then I'm like, coach, I did it. When you do it, I did it at nighttime. I need you to do it in the daytime. <laughs> the daytime, there's too many people out there, coach. Right. You know. Now... I need you to get a gym membership. Oh, now she's just going too far. <laughs> That's too much. I'm not about to do all that. Right. I cried. I'm like, coach. I'm like, okay. I'm about to do it. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do this, coach. Got the gym membership. Got it in June. I'm still there, y'all. I am still yes, there. Yes, you are. But I'm up to like two, two and a half miles doing Zumba, baby. It could be done if you want it done. I'm it sure can. You. It sure can. Trace, I mean, baby steps literally are what yeah. is what you took yeah. with your with your exercise. Mm -hmm. Just start where you are. Mm -hmm. Like that's the major lesson with regard to exercise. A lot of people believe, oh, I got to do thirty minutes, forty minutes, forty five minutes. You just walk to the corner, then you walk to block, then you walked around the neighborhood. I mean, you literally took baby steps, right? Mm -hmm. If it was just ten minutes, it was more than what you were doing, mm -hmm. and. You have reaped the benefits of that effort, like mm -hmm. tremendously. I am so proud of you. Um, let's talk about this nutrition, though. <gasps> oh my goodness! So, <laughs> you guys probably don't even know. Trace, you used to you could eat a loaf of bread in one sitting. Yes, like bread was your thing. Yes, those carbs, um, 
really unhealthy. That candy, all that. Carbs and candy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how did you shift the nutrition? Like what, what really, like you said earlier, made you not reach for the candy but reach for the piece of fruit instead? It was basically I had to be true to myself because if I, if I didn't be true, then I know I can tell when I don't be true to myself because I start feeling some type of way in my body mm. or be true to you as far as when you call me for the coach call. And then it and it was like, okay, coach, I messed up. I ate a half a loaf. I ain't eat the whole loaf, coach. Right. But I ate half of the um, thing. And then you'll say, well, Tracy, well, eat two more lesser than what you did, okay? I got that. You know, it was like, man, and it got to the point where you gave me different tricks to do as far as, you know, get a whole loaf and freeze two pieces, put them in the um, sandwich bag and freeze them. And when you're ready to take them out, then you take it out. And it got to the point where, man. I really got to let this bread go because it was like I was starting to do, you know, what you told me to do. But it was like that bread, I, it was hard for me to let that go. Yes, it was. When I say let it go, it was like I lost my best friend when I lost that bread. Wow. You know, I, that's what I felt. Right, right. You know, and it was like, and I, and I remember I talked to you, I was like, how can I steal? Because I was scared of carbs. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, you couldn't play. I, don't give me no rice. Don't give me no sweet potatoes. Don't give me nothing that has to do with carbs. But carbs is your best friend. That's right. It's not what it's what you eat, and it's also how much you eat. Yes. And it's like I'm eating carbs. I feel like Oprah. I can eat bread and still lose weight. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And yes. I'm like, okay, because it's like it was like I was so scared to let that go, and it was like every week when you call, and it's like now every now and then I have some bread. Like you know, if I make a a mushroom burger or something like that, it's like. It was something, it was like I was filling that void with that bread. Mm-hmm. You know, so it wasn't really about the bread. It was feeling like if I didn't have enough food in there, I could just eat on the bread. That would make me right. okay with it. Right. You know, going from eating four and five bags of chips, two loaves of bread, two liter pops in a day, to down to like a, like a saucer. That's amazing to me. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing because you're you're literally saving your own life, mm-hmm. extending your own life. Um, and I love what you said. Like, carbs are your best friend. You can lose weight and still eat carbs, but a lot of us automatically associate weight gain with bread, rice, pasta, potatoes. But like mm-hmm. you said, it's the, the quantity and the quality mm-hmm. of the carbohydrates that we eat. Um, let's talk about your transition to a plant-based diet because you went from eating frozen foods, drinking pop, a bunch of candy, whatever meat you wanted. Mm-hmm. And I never forget the first time we had our nutritional coaching and I gave you a list of, you know, foods, healthier foods to, to choose from. Mm-hmm. And I never forget that first time you went grocery shopping. I was so shocked mm-hmm. when you told me what you got because the average person especially when they're coming from eating that bad, mm-hmm. they're not going to go out on their next grocery haul and buy lentils and kale. They might get one or two things, but they're not going to just load up on it. And you mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. And that's when I knew that mentally you were where we needed to be to be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, that's usually an indicator for me that somebody is serious mm-hmm. when they take that action. Because people get so excited and they can mm-hmm. say anything. I'm mm-hmm. ready. I'm so ready. I need this. I'm so happy mm-hmm. you're here. But the action behind it is what speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. That first grocery haul, you ain't know nothing about lentils or nothing. I'm like, we got to give up the dairy. And you like, whoa. <laughs> Baby. 
So your your transition. So right now, you're not you're not fully vegan. No. You still eat what? Fish. You still eat fish. Mm-hmm. No dairy. No dairy. Sugar. No, no, no sugar. No, no sugar, sugar. No dairy. No. Um, you do eat carbohydrates. Yes, Let's I say will. that. And when we say carbs, we're talking about the starchy carbs, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, but you don't do meat. No. No, no chicken, Mm-mm. no beef, no Mm-mm. pork, no turkey. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, you, but you still do fish yes. and the rest is pretty much plant-based. Yes. I love absolutely. it. And then how long have you been on just fish? Um, I think the last maybe three to four months. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you feel deprived? Do you feel like no. you're missing out on something? No. Do you crave mm-hmm. all of these things? Um, physically, let's talk about because you had a slip up just uh, last month on Thanksgiving. Yes, Lord. So let's talk about what happened um, on Thanksgiving and what you ate and what and how you felt. You know, when you change your diet and you try to go back to the old ways, it, your body will let you know and. I was having, you know, I met some friends. They were so proud of me, you know, making a transition and, you know, as far as getting my weight down. But, you know, when you get happy around friends, and this is, and that's why I say you learn from your experiences because this is my first outing since, you know, making a change with family, you know, with family and friends outside my home. Because I know what to do at home, but it was like I needed to learn what I need to do when I'm not at home. So I began to get happy and, you know, had a cup, you know, a few cups of eggnog and had a little little meat here and little meat and lasagna. But, baby, <laughs> when I get the next day, it felt like somebody just drove a truck over my stomach. Wow. It was just, oh, my goodness. Wow. My body knows when, you know, when you eating clean and when you having all the other stuff and your body's not used to it. And it felt like my throat. My ears and stuff was itching. I was itching and scratching all over my body. I said, no. Wow. So that dairy and that meat really manifested itself. And quickly, that's the thing about it. Like, it doesn't take long Mm -mm. for your body to say, we don't like Mm -mm. this. We don't like these toxins. Mm -mm. We don't like this. And so your body responded right away. What lesson did you learn? I ain't doing it no more. (laughs) No, baby. I ain't doing it no, 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 no more, no more. So Mm -hmm. the taste and that that temporary taste was not worth. No, it's not. It was not worth. Because what I've learned is fruits and vegetables are a requirement, but meat is a requiring taste. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, you can say, okay, it tastes good. That's a requirement for fruits and vegetables because we need that nutrition and all that. But... You really don't have to have meat, you know, to yep. each his own, but you really don't have it because you get your protein from, I love pinto beans. Yeah. I, that is my favorite bean. <laughs> and I, I, my new bean is the lentil bean. So it's like, you it's, it's just a requiring taste for me. It's not yes. it's not a requirement that you right. have to have that. Right. You right. know, so I, I'm, I'm learning each and every day, you know, as far as, you know, getting my health young. Yeah. I love it. And so the nutrition, you got it down. What you say you're going to do for 2017? What's your health goals for 2017? Um, I know I got my little outfit up that I'm trying to get in. And I, my health goal, I want to be in the threes. Okay. The, the three X's. Yes. The, okay. You know, the springs and then my weight be up under the threes. I, I haven't seen 300s, even if it's. Three ninety nine, right? You know, we'll take it. On a motivation, you know what I'm saying? Because if for a minute, you know, I was really battling far as doing the surgery, you know, because it was like when my biggest thing is like when we mess up, 
I was one of the people that if I mess up, I say, I say, I say, well, I'll start on the first. And I mess up on the third. Then I'll wait till a whole nother month and start all over again. Yep. But this time when I messed up, I get right back up. That's right. And then if I do mess up, I know if I eat all this junk food, if I eat all these chips, I know that I got to hit this gym. Because it was like another thing, it was like I was still, when we first, you know, when you told me to get the membership, you know, at the gym, it was like, I was still eating a little bit of what you told me, but I was still battling with the junk food. So it was like that treadmill would let me know, like, girl, you you know, it was like I was still, it was like my battle with my mind on that treadmill. It was like I was walking at 0.9 under of the, of the starting walk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, okay, and it was like my breathing, baby, it was like, you know, it was like I couldn't talk and breathe. People like, you okay? Yeah, I just, I can't talk right now. Right. I need to do this little 10-minute workout on this treadmill. Right. And then when I sit down and rest, you know what I'm saying? Then I, you know, get the business. But for somebody that's listening and who's feeling like they can't do it, you can do it. I promise you. You can do it. If you fail, just get back up again. Shake your stuff off. If you feel like mentally you're going through something, get, get a friend. Or get my coach, you know, <laughs> she gives you the information. You can follow me on Facebook, you know, to encourage, you know, if you need encouragement. I'm on yes. Instagram as Tracy Fitz, what is it? Tracy Fit, Sweet Fit with Soul. Yeah. We need, we need to, we need to survive. Yes. We need to survive. And I mean, Absolutely. you can, you, well, we can do this. You know, if you 500 pounds, 600 pounds, I'm from a woman from experience being where you mobily can't move in. When the doctors tell you you got to take an X-ray at the zoo, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Or you got, or you got family members, you know, talking about you and telling you what you ain't doing. That's another thing. When you get negative people in your life, take that energy. If you got a member, a gym membership, take it to the gym. That's what I do. When people say stuff about me, people are still saying stuff about me. I take it to the gym. That's right. That's one of the things I really loved about you this year because this wasn't easy. No. People see you working out. They see you, you know, when you post your videos and your food choices. But you had a lot of people really trying to bring you down yeah. who hated on you, who, you know, were used to the five and six hundred pounds, Tracy. Mm -hmm. And so, as you're making your transition and becoming this new person, they they weren't comfortable with they it. Wasn't you know firsthand, Coach? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like I had a friend, you know, and I was dating her brother or whatever, and things just got out to where it was just time for me to go. It was like a, you know a heartbreak, you know, situation that came up and. And I knew it was time to let go, but I was scared because, okay, he likes me and I'm doing this. And, and then, and it was like, okay, you really, if you was really where you wanted to be, would you still date this person? No. And Good then it question. Was yeah. I like that. If you was really where Are you, you wanted to be. Are you settling because of what you think your worth is now? Yeah. Or is this someone who you will really go after if you were where you wanted to be? That's a great self-assessment yeah. question. It, it is. And it was like, okay. And then when I found out some things that hurting me and it was like okay I ain't gonna lie you know you have those moments I ate some ice cream and it was the day of the coach call <laughs> why is uh, that night I mean the day of but that night I ate some ice cream but you know the couple days or whatever and I called coach I'm like mm, I'm, I'm crying and stuff like this happened to me and he did this and he went with this person and they had this and they got a baby da 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 
And then I'm, you know, it's like I'm hurting myself. Right. And what is that saying? Like, you know, you taking this poison waiting for somebody else to die. Yep. That's right. And it was like, I'm killing myself, but this person that moved on and with their life and you struggling. Not thinking about it. Thinking about it. Yep. And it was like, okay, I got to get, I got to get the business. And it was like, okay. And then another thing when you surrender or when your divine order, when you said divine order, you'd be surprised who walk out of your life. Because I would never have would have think these, this family would have walked out of my life. Never or needed to be out of my life. Mm -hmm. Because I was so dependent on this family. And don't get me wrong, the days that, 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 you know, God allowed them to be there, you know, as far as to help me to get around, I'm grateful for that. But then at the same time, it's time for you to get independent. This is so important. It is time for you to in, get independent. It, it got to the point where, don't get me wrong, I have still have my moments. But it's to the point where, by any means necessary, if I got to get to the gym, if I got to catch the bus, where my kids got to go with me on the bus, and if they don't even go, I you know, I'm able to go by myself. I just put on my headphones, get some hype music or whatever. I'm able to do that. And, you know, the support of my TLC Transforming Love family and with the Fit, Fit Camp 360, I am so blessed. Yeah. And I'm telling you, y'all need a coach. Y'all need to come to the family. Yes. We will get the business done. Yes, you absolutely. Know, just, you know what I'm saying? Just be encouraged, like I said. You know, follow us on Facebook. And you like I said, if you're, you want to inbox me on Instagram or you know, Facebook, I'm willing to talk and, you know, go beyond, you know, far as and to be an encouragement. I got people even on my, you know, page like, Tracy, thanks for the talk. And, you know, because as I encourage you, you encourage me. That's right. That somebody is willing to listen to me and somebody and I'm willing to listen to somebody. That's right. That's right. And and what I love the most about your transformation mm -hmm. is your vision for moving past the physical. Because we've talked about your insecurities with regard to your education and your mm -hmm. intellect. Yeah. And we've talked about, um, I've asked you on several, well, Tracy, what you want to do? What do you see yourself doing? Because mm -hmm. we can't take this sexy body mm -hmm. and this healthy mind and not put it to great use, mm -hmm. right? Now it is your responsibility to be a mm -hmm. service to our community, right? And so we've talked about you reading and mm -hmm. writing mm -hmm. and improving your literacy. Mm -hmm. We've talked about... Um, your dream to now become a freaking Zumba instructor, yes. which is amazing, mm -hmm. right? Um, and what, you know, you want to get a driver's license. And we've talked about you wanting to become computer literate. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what I, I mean, that was the most moving part of our transformation this year is you now being able to envision what your life could be like. Mm -hmm. It used to always be around the weight. It used mm -hmm. to always be around your health. It used to always be around food. Mm -hmm. But now, not only are you like, I could have a career. Mm -hmm. I could read. I can be in love. We've talked about your future love life, how your mm -hmm. man got to go to the gym. Yes. 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 That is that is non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Your value systems mm -hmm. have changed and you're already already instilling those values into the people that haven't even entered your life yet. Mm -hmm. That is so powerful. Mm -hmm. So powerful. I'm so freaking proud of you, mm -hmm. Tracy. You have been a huge inspiration to myself, to other clients, mm -hmm. you know, at our company. And you, every, and you're so humble. Very. I had to tell a quick story. I went to the gym with Tracy. It was about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Tracy goes to the gym at, like at least five or six days a week, right? Yes. And so everybody at the gym knows you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
go to the gym now. You know, Tracy, you're always talking about me, you know, kind of on Facebook, or you were mentioning me or giving me a shout out. Mm -hmm. So I just knew when we walked in the gym, mm -hmm. people were going to know me. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew people were going to be like, Tracy, this your coach, this your coach. Honey, I walked into that gym with you and I was a nobody. Like, mm -hmm. everybody like, hey, Trace, hey, Trace, well, you a little late today, Trace, hey, Trace, mm -hmm. and nobody knew me. And that just told me how absolutely focused and how much tunnel vision you have when you go in that gym. Mm -hmm. I, ain't, I mean, y'all cool, but I'm not here for a conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to get to know your life and your kids and your grandkids. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to, t I'm here to get it done. I'm mm -hmm. here to do my workout. I mean, everybody knows me, but y'all don't know the intimate parts of my life. Mm -hmm. If, if my spirit moves me and I need to share my story with somebody, I will, mm -hmm. but I'm here to work. Mm -hmm. I'm here to work. Mm -hmm. I'm here to work. That is so powerful because some of us, we get caught up in all the, let me take a selfie or get a new outfit or share my journey and my food, blah, blah, blah. And we hardly working. I got two outfits. I have only two outfits. All the clothes that were too big for me was, it was, you know, and that was another thing that I battled with as far as holding on to them. And I'm like, I'm going to let this go because this is what I really want to do. I have two outfits that I wash out yeah. every day. Wow. Because I am so determined. They're like, Mom, well, that's all you got. That's all I got. I'm not buying no more clothes. Because I'm not going to be the size. I'm not going to be the size no more. So why waste that so money? So why waste that? All right? And now, in, in 2017, I am going to need a new pair of gym shoes because the shoes that I got when I first started at the gym because my feet were so swole. Now they rubbing against my you know feet because my feet went, went down and stuff like that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, it's time. You know, Tunnel like vision. I said, it's. Let's get it. I'm telling you, 2000, you know, I know people say, you know, they New Year's revolution, resolution is to get fit and all that. Start today. Thank you. Start today. So when, when it comes in, you be like, boom. On this day, I heard Tracy and her coach like, let's start today. Yeah. I'm making it, you know, on Christmas Eve yes. that I'm, I'm willing and ready to do this. So when the New Year come in, even if you start with water, because that was one thing, that was another thing that I struggled with. But now I'm drinking my gallon a day, putting come on. food in it, come all on. that. Come on, you know, Trace. Let's get it. I can't take it. it I'm just, I can't take it. Yes. You're just too amazing. Final thing we're going to talk about, because I like what you just said, and people need to know this and hear this, mm -hmm. that it's supposed to be challenging. I, Trace, I can't even tell you how much it angers me when people say, Lisa, I'm just going to wait till after the new year. I'm going to wait till after the holiday. My birthday in two weeks, I'll follow up then. I got this going on maybe in two months. How dare you assume that you even have that time? How dare you assume that things are going to remain the same and you will be capable two months from now? You don't know what damage you've done to you, your body. You don't know how close you are to being at a point of no return. Your health is all you have. And we cannot put anything above our health. We can't perform in any other area of our lives if our health is not in order. And so what you just said about here on Christmas Eve, make better choices on Christmas Day. Make better choices on New Year's. Make better choices even on your birthday. Sometimes we feel like exercise and eating healthier is a punishment. Like, why would I do that? It's my birthday. Like, 
for me, exercising on my birthday is like a reward. Oh my God, I don't have to rush off to anywhere. Exercising on a Sunday feels so good to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's not a punishment, but we treat it as something bad. We treat it as something like we're not supposed something we're not supposed to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And you've been able to get past that and over that. And mm-hmm. holidays and birthdays and days of the week and times of the day don't matter to you anymore. You know. And another thing, right quick before we leave off, you know, we start this. You know, this thing. I'm gonna start on the first. You know, and I have a big issue with odd numbers. I'd be like, well, I want to start on an even number. But this is what made me wake up. When I was sick, Mm -hmm. when I had to be rushed to the hospital because I had ate some shrimp, Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, because my niece was over cooking or whatever. And the day that I made the change was on an odd day. Mm. So it's really about about starting in the moment. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, don't start when something has to happen. Yes. You know, because for me, I've been saying, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. But when I laid in that bed and my throat closed on me, I knew I had to do it. Yeah. I had to do it. Yeah. You know, and it was like, you know, I didn't, you know, it's like my story, my 600-pound life, you know what I'm saying? It's, I'm telling you, get your life. Get your life. Get your life. Literally. Get your life. Absolutely. Get your healthy on. It's very important. Yep. You know, it's going to be have you're going to have your moments where you might cry or, you know, it might be some days you might don't try to do it all in one day. If you can't wash up, at least try to wash your face. Start with your face. Then start with your arms. I'm talking to the people that feel like they need to have to hurry up and try to get a quick fix. Start with just washing your face. Mm-hmm. Start then going up under your underarms. Then if you need, you know, say, ask somebody, you know, okay, I'm going to help you. Even if I got to do the top part. Right. And y'all do the bottom half. Right. It will work if you work it. That's right. That's what it's all Simple about, Trace. That. Love you, girl. Yes. Man, this has been amazing. And I really hope we um, motivated you guys out there tonight. Some of you may not have two and 300 pounds to lose. Maybe you're just trying to get 40 pounds off, 50 pounds off, 60 pounds off. Maybe you're trying to get off of medications, get your cholesterol down, you know, get out of the red zone um, with regard to your health. Um, and medications and maybe thyroid issues. Maybe you have severe asthma. You have no idea how much your diet affects each and every one of those things. Even arthritis. Don't take anything for granted because your health is all you have. Tracy, I just want to take a minute to acknowledge you and honor you for your honesty today, you know, for being vulnerable Mm -hmm. um, and for being a source of motivation and energy during your own trans- transformation. Mm-hmm. You don't wait until you were in the threes and the twos mm-hmm. and the ones. You don't wait till you were a Zumba instructor to get on your soapbox. And so it takes a very uh, a very strong soul mm-hmm. to be able to do that and say, I'm still failing, mm-hmm. but I'm still pushing through it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I acknowledge you. I honor you. Um, wishing you nothing but the best in 2017. Um, but I'll be right there the whole time to witness it. Yes. So... <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. And we're going to nail this thing. Guys, it's, you know, Christmas Eve. I want to wish you guys a amazing and merry holiday. Yes. You know, no matter what you do, keep your health always in the forefront of your mind and never take it for granted because we're never promised another minute, let alone another day. Any last words, Trace? Get fit up, baby. It's 2017. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Heal thyself. Heal thyself. Yes. And with that, we'll see you back here at the first of the year. The very uh, This is the last episode of 2016. So you guys uh, wish you nothing but the best for the new year and the holiday. Be well.